Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Baptist said, I must decrease so that he can increase. If you want increase in your life, you you have to decrease. Jesus said, except a man deny himself. Elbow your neighbor and say, he's talking to you. (laughs) Now elbow him again and say, he's talking to me. Yeah. Except a man deny himself take up his cross daily and follow me. He can't be my disciple. Amen. How many know we got to lay down our lives, lay down what's important to us so that we can take up what's important to him. Why don't we just set the tone for the rest of this service right now? Lift our hands to the Lord. Close your eyes. It's just you and the Lord right now. Say, God, I know there's some things in my life that I need to decrease in. God, I know there's some things I need to lay down, God, in order to move forward and to really get a hold of what you have for me. And God, give me the courage to do that. Lord, give me the courage, God, to take up that cross daily. Give me the courage, God, to de- deny myself. God, when, when the whole rest of the world is, is, is pleasuring themselves and doing what feels good, God, give me the courage in this last day to be disciplined, God, and to stay true to you in Jesus' name. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. If you have your Bible this morning, you can turn with me to the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. a very special lady here this morning that turned 80 today, my mama, amen, wow, 80 years old, what a blessing. She deserves it. Amen. Man, 80 years. 
seen a lot in those 80 years. <laughs> I forgot what I was doing. I'm getting ready to preach. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Somebody say, there is a time, there is a season, and there is a purpose. Amen. 80 years is to me a long time, but a great understanding of times, seasons, and purposes. Amen. I want to preach to you this morning uh, on this subject, time, seasons, and purposes. Why don't you lay your Bibles down this morning and Lift your hands unto the Lord and just ask him to speak to you, Lord. We love you today, God. We're thankful, Lord, for your presence that we feel. Lord, in this house today, God, I just pray this morning right now, God, that you would help us. Help us for a little while today. I pray, God, that you would anoint our eyes to see and our ears to hear, and our hearts to be understanding of your word. God, I pray that you would help me to speak, God, today. Anoint my tongue, Lord, to say those things that you have purposed to say today. God, I pray that you would have your will and your way in this house. God, let your anointing flow, unrestricted and unrestrained, God. Let it touch every life today. Let it break every chain, God, every curse, Lord, every negative mindset, God. Let there be deliverance and healing and restoration, God. Uh, as your word goes forth, let there be signs and wonders following, God, because we believe that your word is true in Jesus precious name. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. To everything. Somebody say everything. That encompasses everything. Somebody say, to everything. Amen. Uh, uh, anything. Everything. There is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Amen. Somebody say, seasons. A season is a, a period of time. It is a short period of time. Amen. It is an appointed time. Amen. It's a time set apart for specific purposes to take place. Amen. It is a temporary time. Amen. How many know that when God spoke the worlds into existence... Amen. In Genesis chapter one, he said, there will be lights put in heaven, in the heavens. 
and they will be for times and for days and for nights and for seasons. Amen. When he, when he built the earth, when he created it and spoke it into existence, he spoke it with seasons involved. Amen. He spoke it in as, as different times would come. Amen. There would be good times and there would be bad times. Come on. There would be times of life and there would be times of death. There would be times of rejoicing and there would be times of weeping. Amen. There would be times of, of birth and there would be times of death. Amen. There would be times of, of, of great joy and dancing and harvest and there would be times of loss. Come on. Amen. All of these times are times that God has put in place. Amen. I want to tell you this morning that there are seasons, but these seasons are temporary. Amen. They're not really long lasting. Amen. They're temporary, which means they're not forever. Amen. If you're in a season this morning that you're not sure about and that you're dreading and, and you're having a hard time moving forward, understand that, that it's going to get better. Amen. That this season will not last forever. Amen. That even though you might be discouraged today, that the, the sun is going to come up tomorrow morning. Amen. Joy is going to come in the morning and there will be a moment when things will shift and things will change and circumstances will change. Somebody say amen. And if you're here this morning and you're in a season of rejoicing, a good season in your life where things seem to be going well, going good, going just as you planned, understand that there are other days coming. Amen. But we have to understand as, as mature Christians that not every season is a season that I'm really going to long for, but not every season is a season that I'm going to rejoice in. Amen. I have to learn that whatever season I'm in or whatever time that I'm going through, that my God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he does not change, and regardless of how I feel about it, God has a purpose for everything that we're facing and everything that we're going through, and it may look like that his hand is not on your life in the moment, but understand, there is a purpose, there is a purpose, there's a reason, God's working in this. Tap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. There are seasons that we enjoy. Amen. Uh, how many of you, summer's your favorite season? There's a couple. How many of you, fall's your favorite season? That's what I'm talking about. Amen. Fall is my favorite season. How about spring? Yeah, somebody raised their hand, all three. What about winter? Oh, yeah, there had to be one. There's always one. <laughs> there's, somebody said there's always one. <laughs> had to ruin my game, didn't he? Amen. One person raised their hand for winter. You like winter? Fall is my favorite time of the year. Coming, coming out of summer. It's starting to cool down. The humidity's low. Come on, the temperature's stable. Well, for the most part. This morning it was 35. It's like, man, there's frost. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. How can you rebuke something that God put in place? Amen. 
uh, fall when it when it begins to the, the leaves begin to change and and bow hunting comes in season. I didn't get one amen. Come on, Mike. Bow season comes in. Man, Luke, any bow hunters in the house? Wow. Brother Dan, thank you. Thank you. Hard, tough crowd this morning. Fall was a good time for me. Amen. You're coming out of the hot summer and things begin to cool down and things settle down and and uh, you go out and you have a long sleeve shirt on and, and you're able to work and not sweat. Amen. Amen. Some people like summer. It's hot. It's, uh, it's more comfortable for us. We can get more things done. How many know that in the hot, that's when things prosper? Amen. When the sun's out and uh, it's causing our, our things to grow, our trees, our crops, our, our food, everything's growing in the summertime. Amen. It's a great time. How many know that spring is a great time? You're coming out of winter and things are beginning to warm up and things are beginning to come back to life and it's planting season and everything's prepared for planting and, and, and you're thinking of the future of that year and the expectation of what will be. Amen. And when you step out on that first spring day, when it's 75 and it's sunny and you're like thank you Jesus for life the flowers are blooming the trees are budding everything's coming back to life amen we enjoy that type of time amen it shows life it shows a, an expectation that that God's word is true amen but the winter season let's talk about winter for a little bit let me say amen winter is the season that nobody enjoys except one. Nobody wants winter. Amen. Nobody looks forward to winter. Yes, I enjoy the snow, that first snow of the season, and you get out and sled ride and snowboard, and, and you have a good time. Uh, and when I was younger, I would sled with the kids and stuff, but now I just watch it from the living room window with a cup of coffee, and I'm like, that snow is so beautiful. But when you step out into it and you got to brave the elements and get out and do your job and, and navigate through the snow and it doesn't seem like such a blessing. Amen. The winter, it gets cold. It gets down below zero. Everything freezes. In the wintertime, everything dies. Amen. All the trees are barren. Come on, Every, all the leaves fall off and everything seems to be so ugly and drear and it seems like the sun never shines. Come on, it seems like for a month or, or a month and a half that the sun don't even come out, amen. It's cloudy all the time, it's gray, it's dreary. Uh, you, you dread getting up in the morning, come on. You dread getting up and going to work. You dread uh, being able to take care of your duties. You dread uh, the day when, when it rises knowing what you gotta go through in order to get the job done. Does anybody hear what I'm talking about? Amen. There are times in our lives that feel like winter. Come on. There are times in our lives that feel like there is no purpose. There are times in our lives where it feels like nothing is happening. Everything is dying. It feels like everything's frozen and all dried up and dormant. Amen. That nothing's producing. Nothing's going the way I want it to go. But we have to understand the purpose in God's plan. Come on. We have to understand that if there wasn't a purpose for it, then he 
he wouldn't have put it in the plan. Come on. If there wasn't a purpose for it, then it would not be happening. If there was not a purpose, I wouldn't have to live through it. Because along with God's seasons and his times come his purposes. Amen. When you're in the timing of God and the season of God, God's purpose will always be there. Amen. But if you're out of time and out of season, there will be no purpose. Understand me today. If you're living life and you dread life and don't understand where you're going from here and you, you think about taking your own life and you dread life before you the day before you because you have no purpose and you feel like nothing is in place, that's because you're out of the timing of God and out of the season of God and not in his plan. When you step into his plan, how many know winter time is purpose time? It don't matter what you're going through. God has a purpose. Amen. A purpose is the reason. Amen. It's the reason that it is the way it is. It's the reason that it exists. And God's word tells me that there is a purpose for every time and for every season. And even though I, I don't really, I don't, I don't want to say hate, but because hate's a strong word, but I strongly dislike winter. And the older I get, the, the more I dislike it. I, 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 I cannot stand being cold. When I get cold, I can't get warm. Hey man, I, I go to bed, I'll put flannel pajamas on, a hooded sweatshirt and socks, and I'll pull my hood up and I'll wrap up in the goose down blanket. Ask my wife. I told Matt that. He's like, well, you act like you're 80. You know, I can't help it. I mean, I wear it till I start sweating. And then I'll say, okay, I'm warm enough. You know, but there are nights I'll sleep all night with all that all curled up. Becca's like, I have no idea how you sleep like that. I want to be warm. I don't like winter. Uh, and so I really had to search hard when it comes to finding good things about winter. Amen. Even though we don't like it and it's uncomfortable for us, it is necessary. Somebody say it's necessary. Amen. It's necessary for things to die. Come on. It's necessary for the fruit to fall off. It's necessary for the leaves to, to, to fall off and die. Come on. It's necessary for the tree to become barren. Come on, it's not pretty and it's not comfortable and it, it seems like it's not doing any good, but it's necessary. Come on, we have to go through times of struggle. Come on, how many know that in the winter, everything that's beautiful goes away? Come on, everything that we can see with our natural eyes, it goes away. Come on, everything st seemingly stops producing. Come on, if you look at it, from the outside, if you look at it from a natural perspective, it looks like that it's not producing. It looks like it's dead. It looks like that it'll never come back to life and it'll never produce again. Amen. But we have to understand something about winter. Amen. When trees begin to lose their leaves, they are preparing themselves for the winter season. Amen. Because the trees understand with the innate wisdom of God that when winter comes, I, it's time for me to work on my roots. Amen. When the winter time comes, I'm not producing fruit. Amen. This is not a time of producing fruit. This is a time of producing roots. Amen. Because it's in winter time, even though the things that you 
see with your eyes are not producing. Come on. We want those things to produce. Come on. We want more money. We want to be more comfortable. We want to have more fruit, build bigger barns, have more than we've ever had. We want the harvest to come and it to be a perpetual harvest with no winter. But we have to understand in order for God to produce in us what he wants to produce in us, he has to give us seasons of growth in places that you cannot see. Amen. There are places in prayer that God wants to take us. There are roots of prayer. There are roots of revelation that God wants to give us that he can't give us when we're focused on what everybody else can see. There has to be moments where we begin to look inward and we begin to take an inventory and understand that they may not look pretty on the outside, but there's something happening on the inside that nobody else can see. Man, when winter comes, the trees, they put on a guard and they turn inward. Man, the, the season of winter is not about producing what you can see. It's about digging deeper. Amen. All of the nutrients and everything that the tree has, it begins to put towards its root system. Because in order for it to produce more the next year, come on, it has to dig deeper. And you know that trees grow gradually. They are continually growing. Amen. How many know that he said we'll be like the trees? Amen. Planted in the house of the Lord. Amen. They, they continue to grow. Every year, they're a little bit bigger. And they produce a little bit more. Amen. But they would not be able to do that. Amen. If there was not a winter season. Because the dropping off of the leaves and the fruit is preparation for roots. Amen. And you're not going to get it in fruit if you don't put it in roots. Amen. We want more of what God has for us. But we don't want to have to go through anything. Come on, we want more of fruit, but we don't want more of a struggle. Come on, we want more fruit, but we don't like the cold temperatures. We want more fruit, but we don't want to be uncomfortable. But I come to preach to this church, there's more for us than what we've shown to this point. But we got to go through what God wants us to go through. I'm not going to give up in the middle of the winter when it doesn't seem like it's producing because I understand there's going to come a moment in time where it's going to change, where everything's going to shift in the time I'm spending in prayer, in the time I'm spending in study, in the time I'm spending in seeking the face of God is going to show forth in my production. Come on, there's going to come a time God's going to do what he put in me. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. There's a reason. There's a purpose. Amen. We can't let winter pass without preparing our roots. 
Amen. Whenever we go through a hard time or we're in a struggle or we're in a dark place and it doesn't seem like it's going the way we want it to, that is a time for us to begin to work on ourselves. That's a time for us to begin to reflect inwardly and to begin to work on the spirit and the heart and remove all filthiness of the spirit. Get all that out that needs to be put out and begin to prepare our heart to serve the Lord and begin to dig down into God's word. I don't have what I need to reach the potential of where he wants to take me, but I understand in the season of struggle, I'm going to get exactly what I need for God to, to raise me up and to prepare me for the next season of production in my life. Somebody say amen. Somebody say roots. They are producing stronger roots for more production of fruit has to happen that way. There's no other way. When God put it in place, that's the why he purposed it that way. He said all the eternal things of God are clearly seen by the things that he has made. We can look at the creation and the way things operate and we can understand the concepts and the principles of God through the things that he made because he spoke those things into existence through the eternal word of God. Amen. All that we see, he said, we, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Everything that was made was made by the word of God. Amen. Everything that was put in place was put in place by the word of God. And it has eternal purposes and ramifications. Amen. And so I got to look at the winter season and that hard time in my life as an opportunity. I can no longer look at barren times as times of when I'm down, times when I'm depressed, times when I'm oppressed. Come on. I can't allow my emotions to take root in my bad times. I have to understand with expectation that winter is an opportunity for me to get bigger. Come on. Winter's an opportunity for me to go deeper. Winter's an opportunity for me to get more from God. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Somebody say winter. Amen. Winter prepares the ground. In the summertime, when everything is growing, the ground is hard. Okay, the ground is, is so hard. Have you ever tried to dig out a tree, a small tree or a shrub? in the summer? Have you ever tried to get a hold of one and pull it out without digging around it first? It can be a tree, you know, big and round as my finger, and I wrap it around your hand and be like, and you'll break the stem off, but the roots won't come out. That's because good times or summertime, times that we enjoy are times holding on to what we got. Times of, uh, it's hard to pull things out when the ground's hard. Come on, it's hard to root things out when the ground's hard. Amen. But in the winter time, something happens with the freezing 
and the thawing and the freezing and the thawing and the freezing and the thawing. Come on. The process that God put in place softens the ground. His process prepares the ground for it to be pliable for whatever. Let me say amen. I remember back in the day uh, when I was a little bit younger, I used to work with Becca's dad a lot on this farm. He has a 240-acre farm, and, and uh, he, had, he always had something that needed to be done. And so I spent a lot of time uh, working with him. Uh, he's up in, in years now, doesn't do as much. Uh, but in, the, in, the, in March, beginning of March, late February, early March, when the ground begins to thaw, when winter's still got its hold, it's not. The ground is real soft. You can step out into the yard and sink up to your ankle in a yard that's usually firm. So we say amen. And so he'd say, I got some, I got some land I need to clear, and this is the perfect time of the year to do it. We're going to be able to do it easily. And so he'd get his draft horses. He always wanted to use his horses. He'd get his draft horses out. He'd get the harness hooked to them. And we'd hook the chain to these crab apple trees. Anybody ever experienced the crab apple trees? They got the real thorny ones. You want to talk about a curse. Those things multiply. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, those things multiply so fast, faster than the regular apple trees. They take over. And they're impossible to get rid of unless you pull them out by the roots. I mean, some things need to come out by the roots. And so we would hook the chain to those two or three at a time, and that horse would dig in and go. And just like that, he would pull those trees out by the roots. Amen. No trouble at all. We'd throw them in a pile, go to the next. He'd hook the chain, pull them out, throw them in a pile. I mean, we did some a number on those crab apple trees because the, the ground was ready. The ground was prepared. It was the right time. Come on. It was the time for that type of work to be done. It was a time for those purposes to be done. Come on. It was a crucial time because if you don't do it in that time, or that span, or that season, and you let that season pass, then it will harden up, and you will not be able to remove it. Come on, you got to wait until the next season. Amen. I don't really think we understand truly uh, the seasons of God because when God begins to try to root something out of our lives, when he begins to try to pull something out that's deeply embedded in our spirit and who we are, we need to allow him in that moment to do what he wants to do. Come on, because if we don't in the season of time or the span of time when that purpose has been purposed. God will not be able to do in us what he wants to do. And it will be another span of time before our ground is prepared for God to work on that part of our life. This is serious. Amen. This is, we have to understand when we're going through a struggle, we're pliable. Come on. When we go through hard times, we're pliable. 
Come on, our ground gets soft. We can show up in church and cry like a baby. Amen. It's at that moment in time we need to let God be God in our lives. Whatever he wants to pluck out, let him pluck out. Whatever he wants to plant, let him plant. Because that's the time and the season and the purpose that he has for that time in your life. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. It's in moments when you're pliable where God will begin to pull things out of us. Amen. When you're pliable and you get a hold of that unforgiveness, it'll come right out. Come on, you'll do whatever you need to do to make it right. Come on, somebody. It's in when you're pliable, when you're going through a struggle, you'll get a hold of that offense in your heart. Amen. And you, it'll pluck right out. Amen. Because your heart is pliable before God. Amen. You'll repent at the drop of a hat. Come on. When the Lord deals with you, you'll, you'll repent. You'll turn away from sin. Amen. It's in these moments. We need these moments in our lives. I know we don't like them. I know it's not enjoyable. But for us to be what God has called us to be, we're going to have to understand these seasons in our life. It's not sent to destroy you. It's not sent to kill you. It's not sent to take everything of value, but it's meant to make you pliable before God. And we need to take advantage of every opportunity that we can cry in the presence of the Lord and we can weep in the presence of the Lord and we can be obedient to the word of God. Somebody say, man, clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. It prepares us. Hard times prepare us for what is going to happen or what God wants to do. Amen. It's in his purpose. It's in the coming out of the, the winter season that we begin to prepare to plant. You know that we don't wait till spring to plant. It's still winter when the ground starts being prepared. Man, it's still late February, early March, early March usually, to when the, the, the ground starts being prepared for seed. It's, it's, it's in early March, like I said, where the ground is soft and it's pliable. And when you dig that plow in, begin to flip over that ground, it's easy work. It happens naturally because the ground is prepared. Man, it's, it, it's, it's in that pliable ground that we're able to plant good seed. Come on. We're, we're able to turn over that which is grown and it's bad, flip it over so that it can die, and we're able to prepare that ground so that it can take good seed. Things that are good don't grow necessarily. If we leave a piece of ground and just let it let it go without any preparation or without any work, it will get overrun with things that are bad. Somebody say amen. If you've owned any bit of ground at all, you understand that uh, you don't have to plant mollyflower rose bushes. You don't have to plant weeds. Come on, you don't have to plant 
thistles and thorns. How many know that's part of the curse? You don't have to plant that stuff. That, that stuff will grow and overcome your land naturally. It'll take out everything good if you let it. Man, in order to get rid of that stuff, it has to be plowed under and flipped over. Man, it has to be pulled out. It has to be burned in the fire. Come on. It has to be done away with. It's work getting rid of the bad. Somebody say amen. If you've left your life and you've just done whatever you wanted to do for years and went where you wanted to go and sought pleasure and, and there's a lot of thorns and thistles that grow up in your life and overcome your world that you got to get out of there. They say, man, there's a lot of thought processes. There's a lot of uh, negative mentalities. There's a lot of things that are put in our hearts that need to be rooted out and pulled out and worked on and burned in the fire. Somebody say, man, it's work. Come, come on to get yourself lined out and ready for planning. Amen. You have to take the opportunity of the season that has been dealt you, man. When you're going through hard times, that's the time you're pliable and it's time to pull things out. It's time to turn that ground over. It's time to begin to till and to, and to, and to, and to run. What do they call the thing that prepares it? Not the plow. The plow turns it over and then there's the, the disc, the harrow, the... Uh, they, they begin to drag it with the harrow and break up the dirt. Come on, make it soft and pliable for planting. Amen. There's some work that goes into having a life that's ready for seed. Amen. How many know the Bible says that the word was sown, that the sower went forth to sow seed, and only 25% of the seed fell upon good ground. That means only a quarter of the people were ready for what God wanted to do. Only a quarter of the people took the time in the season that they were in to prepare themselves for what God wanted to do. If we sit back and do nothing in the winter or the hard time and just wait on God, we're going to be sitting in the summertime without a harvest. In order to get what God has, we got to get ready. I don't know about you, but I'm going to get ready. Cup your hands to the Lord and say, I'm going to get ready. Amen. It's in the, it's in the, the late winter that you begin to plan. Amen. You begin to prepare for what is to come. Amen. So much, I believe so much of the hard times are wasted. I do. I believe, I believe it's wasted. I believe it's wasted on, on sulking. What we're going through, we want pity because we really want to struggle. I'm not trying to downplay anybody's struggle. We've all been there. Man. But we pity ourselves because of what we're going through. And as long as we pity ourselves, we'll never see the purpose. When Jesus was on his way to the cross, come on, when he was on his way to the cross, there the women were weeping and wailing for him. And he stopped. And he looked at him. He said, don't weep for me. Because I understand my purpose. Come on, I don't need anybody crying for me in my hard time. Because I understand where I'm going. 
the joy that is set before me. He endured the cross. Come on. And despising the shame. He said, don't weep for me. He said, weep for your children. Come on. Weep for your families. Weep for those that are, are going to go through hard times in the future. Don't weep for me because there's a purpose for my cross. Come on. We have to understand the strength that comes in a moment of struggle. That's where purpose is found. Amen. In the moment where he was struggling the most, he's saying, don't weep for me. I'm not, I'm not struggling. Amen. Don't weep for me. I'm not struggling. I'm in line for the purpose of God. I'm right where he wants me. Come on. Weeping tells you that you're not where you want to be. Come on. But when you have a strength and a faith, you can stand up in the middle of your struggle and say, I don't see it, but God's working. I know there's always purpose in his cross. There's always purpose in the cross. Amen. I've been there. Amen. Laying on a hospital bed. My leg was in pieces. Amen. Uh, not, not understanding what even happened. Uh, laying on the bed that night in the hospital with my leg all jacked up in traction and, and not even have a memory of the accident that took place. Uh, laying in the nighttime in the dark uh, and wondering, Lord, Lord, I don't understand, God. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand this. This should not have happened to me. How is, the, how is the clay supposed to look at the potter and say, why have you made me this? Right? Do we have a right to question the hand of God? Come on, no. But understand when you're in his hand, that purpose is always attached to. I'm going to tell you there are revelations that I received in that moment of being wounded and injured and down and not being able to do for myself than I ever received when I was able to do what I wanted to do. Come on, there were moments of revelation, things that I saw in the spirit that I was never able to see before. Amen. Because God allowed me to go through a struggle. He trusted me with a trial and he knew that on the other side, you're going to come out better than you were before. It may seem like it's hard and you're not going to make it and the night is dark, but understand the darker the night, the deeper the root, the bigger the work, the greater the fruit. Stand to your feet this morning and clap your hands to the Lord. Lift your hands to the Lord right now and just begin to worship him. Come on, lift your voice unto God right now. your voice. Lift your voice unto the Lord. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been through. Come on. But don't waste it on feeling sorry for yourself. Don't waste it on weeping about what you can't see. You need to dig down in the word of God and get a word for your future. Get a word for what's about to come.
We understand. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands and pray right now. Come on, there's an open door right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Listen to this scripture. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.